welcome to another episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the D.C. suburbs call next on the biggest sports topics of the week. J.K., Go, Go, Pete, how y'all doing? That is good. That We've been waiting for a tagline to show up, and that was the one. Can you <laughs> Did write we that just down? get it? Yeah, can you write that down for me? Did we just figure that out finally? Well, he's been on this extended sabbatical to figure out this tagline. <laughs> yeah. We've been lying to you guys. He was never fired. He was on a mission, <laughs> on a special, I call next special projects edition. It took a month, but we finally got it. Um, big news breaking left and right in multiple different sports. Where are we starting? Well, well, I don't know. You guys want to start with the boxing one since nobody wanted to talk about it but me? Tyson, Furry, and Anthony Joshua, huh? Big fight scheduled. Um, it's a two-fight deal, I hear. It is. It is. And I am excited because this will unify the belts. All the belts, all the three like major boxing, like, committees whatever the hell they're called like governing bodies that someone's going to walk away with all three belts and it's going to be unification of the heavyweight heavyweight um division so that's gonna be cool um i think fury is gonna win but i like joshua more now than i used to so i'm excited it's gonna be exciting oh, it's fun to watch and uh correct me if i'm wrong here go go but isn't his the video clips of him uh like everyone trying to hit him and him just like going under over over yep. yeah yep, that's that's tyson fury yeah um I don't know what they're doing with the Wilders. Like, technically, Wilder had a rematch clause in the last fight. That's what like, I thought. So, but there's been like so much shit that happened with like him accusing him of cheating, like uh, Wilder accusing Tyson Fury of cheating and all this stuff. So I don't know what happens there because you can't have this fight without solving that fight. It's like outcome. So I, I think basically Wilder is going to end up fighting the winner of this fight. Or this well, Fury has season. said he will never fight Wilder again. He will never fight him again. Why? Because of because of the allegation. Because Wilder came out afterwards accusing him of cheating and taking steroids and all this other shit, and he says, "I'm never going to fight you again." Well, I mean, obviously he's scared to fight him. Then, like, well, he beat him twice. Why? Why would he beat him twice? He beat him once. What was the first one? Did he beat? Did he didn't lose? He it was a tie. Win. It was a tie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm and just then, saying, I'm, all I'm saying I, you can't is say Wilder owed the rematch. Why is he? Why is he owed the rematch? He already Does didn't he? win the first time, and he lost the second one. And then you want to come around talking about cheating. I mean, why would I fight you again? Because what's going to happen then? All I know is Tyson Fury is scared, and that's why he's not trying to fight. He knocked out Deontay Wilder. Why would he be the one that's scared? Then why don't you fight him if you're not scared? Because what's the point? I already beat you. I already beat you. And now you want to talk smack you when you lost. Once. You? Like, okay, like Muhammad Ali's lost once. Like, everyone's lost once. Minus Mayweather. Like, he got knocked out on that. He got over... Wilder got overwhelmed in that fight. It wasn't even close. You know what? That's fine. Come see him again. If you are the true champ, you have nothing to be worried about. I mean, right now he is the true champion because he has two of the belts. Yeah. And then when he gets the third belt from if Joshua... If you have nothing to worry about, fight him again. I mean, okay. It's not going to happen. What are you going to do? Fight the 10th best guy? No, you're not. Like He's fighting number two right now. Anthony Joshua's fighting two right now, but... So I, why does all he I'm saying five? is Wilder deserves a rematch. That's all I'm saying. I don't think he does at this point. I, I think he didn't. He didn't do anything to now get the rematch. He's going to get bought out of that. What's going to happen is he's going to get bought out of that third match because it's in arbitration and he's not going to get anything out of it now. That's what's going to happen. I, I really don't think he's going to get that fight. Well, Unless I really Joshua hope, wins. I hope Anthony Joshua... Who, to win and then he fights Wilder. That's what I hope is going to happen. That would be tough, but I, I mean, we'll see. I tough. mean, I don't think Fury's going to win. He's going to win, but 
I don't want it because if he's not going to fight Wilder, he's not a true champ to me. So that Wilder he already fight, beat him. You can't say he's not a true champ when he's already beat him once. Okay, but like he beat him once. Don't run. Don't run from the fight. He already beat him. He's now going after the second guy. How is that running? He's because done. He's, he's getting the next rematch. guy. He had a rematch clause. Except the rematch. You know why Wilder would not have taken the rematch either. You know that, right? Wilder wasn't going to take the rematch either. It, on and the flip side, Wilder was not going to take that rematch. You if know that. He Wilder won. If Wilder won, he would not be owed a rematch. I'm saying well, he the would first one was a tie. The first one was gotta, a tie. You got to realize, look, you are a champ. You lost your belt because you lost a fight. Exactly. Okay? You are owed a rematch. Why? Now, if you are a challenger, if you are a challenger and you lose a fight, you are not owed a rematch. If you were a, the champ and you lose a fight, you were owed a rematch. I don't think you're owed a rematch in that situation. You don't need to be rematched because you've already beat him, and then you're going to beat the next cha- other champion too. Unified. I don't feel like you owe, you're owed that at that point. The way Wilder so you're lost being to... stubborn. You're being a LeBron James fan right now. No, no, okay? no, 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 no. He's gone. You can't start also accusing people of PEDs and cheating and all that stuff and think you're going to get it. JK is, just using, JK is just using his logic that he uses like in blacktop where if he loses, he's like, I, I should deserve another chance to be at the top again. No, <laughs> you, you lost your chance. Why do you get another one? I don't see the point. Dude, the crazy all I'm thing. saying, all I am saying is, it is, for me, it is logical. If you are a champ, that has been undefeated up into this point, right? Sure. You lose one match ever yep. in your career. Sure. And you're telling me you're not owed a rematch? Not you're- if you go around afterwards when you lose being a sore ass fucking loser. You're you're shitting on you're shitting on the sport at that point. So you're shitting on the refs. You're shitting on all the Vegas governing bodies. Dude, you're that's doing all literally those like every single you're... fucking sport out there, bro. Who 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 is accused? Of... Like, you you wait see... no no who is accused? No 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 no. Who Shut accused up. anybody of PEDs? You see people going in on refs in every single. No sport. no no no. He didn't go in on every refs. single sport. Okay, that's no 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 no. It's different. No 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 no. It's not the same. James is one of the king of flops. Wait wait no no no. That's you see this is what you're not you're not making any sense because. Boxing, it's one thing if they, like, called the fight, right? They checked the gloves beforehand. To say he stuffed something in his glove and then also took PEDs is a huge accusation to make. That's like saying the, the refs are throwing the games. Not the refs missed a foul. That they're throwing the games. If you said the refs were throwing a game, you would not just be fined. You would be suspended. You also realize boxing is a sport that, number one, needs a lot of help in the sense that it is not what it used to be. Sure. All right. Boxing is not like when you look at top tier sports, boxing is not number one. Sure. But that it's not even to top this, five. Though. Right. Sure, that not. And, and I'm going to tell you this much. You don't have as many stars as you, you wish you did have. Sure. And because of that fact, I'm saying right now in that heavyweight division, you have three main people, right? Sure, three. Yeah. Yeah. Who else fight? Cause anyone else Fury fights. It's not a real fight. Okay. I understand. Joshua's a real fight. I get that. Yeah. Anyone beyond, beyond those two doesn't make sense for me. There's still plenty of guys that are coming up right now. It's just, it's yes, maybe it's not to the general public. It's not. But this is a $500 million fight right now. The Joshua fight is a $500 million fight. It's going to break that. every I record. That. All I'm saying is, regardless of all the other bullshit, you yeah. have people that you want Fury to fight Wilder. That's what I'm saying. I guess if, if I am like a true boxing fan, regardless of all the other bullshit, that's the fight you want to see. Nah, I want to see this fight more than that fight. I already saw that fight. I saw that Wilder couldn't do it twice. 
I saw it twice. I want to see what he does with Joshua at this point. That's what I want to see at this point. That's yeah. what I want to see. But all right. That's Tyson fine. Luke Fury. Do you guys know who he's named after? Mike Tyson. Oh, okay. You knew that. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I actually am a fan of his, just to kind of chime in right, right here at the end. Um, he kind of put heavyweight uh, title fighting back on the map. I feel like it's always been McGregor or Floyd May, uh, Mayweather. And these guys are like, they look big on TV, but they're like 150, 140 pounds. Um, that Wilder fight and Fury fight actually kind of put it back on the map, at least for me, from a yeah. spectator standpoint, it was um, captivating and it was fun to watch. And um, I wanted the rematch. It sounds like I was just kind of reading up on it right now that Wilder's camp was kind of dragging their feet and delaying the um, process of scheduling a date, despite Fury kind of being accommodating and making multiple concessions. And it got it to the point where Fury was like, I'm moving on without it. Um, because you're right, Wilder did activate that clause that allowed him to get a rematch. And um, it seems like their his camp, um, at least, was kind of making it difficult to schedule that fight. So it sucks from the audience standpoint, because that would have been an awesome rematch the way the first match went. But it sounds like this Joshua fight is going to be just as good, hopefully. To, to be honest, it, if I am Wilder, I would want to wait until there's fans in the stands. He's getting older though, right? Like he's three years older than Fury. Um, so I mean, he's—they're both he, old. They're both old. Well, yeah, it's Fury like, is only, like one year like, older than me. It's actually he looks so old. He looks like he's forty, but he's only thirty-three, thirty-two. Okay. It's because of all the drugs he was on. <laughs> right. He comes from a family of boxers. His dad was like a bare knuckle fighter. His brothers yeah. are all fighters. Um, he comes from a long lineage of boxers. Before we move on, I will just say, this is a big moment for Anthony Joshua because. He's fought the Klitschko brothers. He's fought some guys. Then he lost to, what's his name? Um, Andy Garcia. Not Andy Garcia, sorry. I'm forgetting the guy he lost to, the big dude, the fat dude from um, California. And then he beat him, and now this is like a big moment for him. Because this either tells you if you're legit. If you can at least hang in the ring, you're legit. But if you get knocked out on this, like you're, you're going to fall downwards. Because a lot of his wins were against old, old guys and like old Klitschko brothers and stuff like that. So... It's like a big moment for him to get a real big fight. So he's got his hands full. He's going against a guy that's been in 31 total fights. He's won 30 of them. And he draw the one fight that he didn't win. So he's never lost Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson Fury. I thought you were talking about Joshua. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joshua got knocked out on that one. Joshua's going to have his hands full. This guy's never lost. I wanted to see Joshua Wilder because that would be a very interesting fight, in my opinion. But that's not that's so not the date point. hasn't been set, has it? For the date, first fight, location, nothing has been set. Okay, it's just so they just the signed the deal. It's most likely going to be in the Middle East, where All they right. can have people. Well, it's going to be fun. We'll travel and see it. We will. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, let's transition to NFL. Um, today was the first official day of the legal tampering period, right? So we've passed the free agent, or sorry, the franchise tag period, and things were popping off today. Um, left and right, big signings. More to come, obviously. Um, but to start off that news was Drew Brees announcing his retirement yesterday. Um, one of the goats potentially, what do your guys take Pete? So it's interesting. He, he's definitely, I think he's, he's a goat, but, um, it was interesting. I was watching sports center today and we, my favorite part is always watching Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith go at it. Right. So I think he definitely, in my in my eyes, is one of the most accurate uh, passers that we've had in this era, right? He's got all the yards, he's got everything, and he's got that one championship. Um, 
Now it's interesting when you stack them against other guys like Aaron Rodgers, um, you've got Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, right? That when it, when you say goat, those are the goat goats to me, right? Multiple championships. They've, they've been there for a long time as well. So I think he is a goat, but not on that level of goats, but he's definitely been influential in the sport and he's done a lot of great things. Um, but he's just that tier two goat for me. If that makes sense. For me, I have Breeze as third all time, right? Like, I unfortunately have to put Brady at one right now because of the championships. And then I have essentially Peyton after that. It's like thumb two, one and two, right? And for me, like, I cannot give Aaron Rodgers GOAT status over Breeze. I just can't because Are you talking about like ever, ever. No, ever? not ever, not oh, ever. Okay, okay. I'm just saying in that class of them. Okay. In okay, okay. current standings right now, Drew Brees is number three. I was like, we just we just gonna forget about Joe Montana. Okay, no, we good. We good. No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about current standings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's number three to me, and that's because he has all the records, right? Like he's had a long career. He has all the stats. And obviously, the stats are kind of padded because the era that we play in. Um. That's why you see quarterbacks like Montana going further down the list, uh, like even Dan Marino and all that kind of stuff. They're not on the same list because the era that they played in don't allow them to be on that list. Breeze has all the stats, man. And I don't he, like he has the championship. He has had like that epic career. He has the 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 injury early on in his career that was like threatening his like could this guy even come back from that? So like he has a storyline. He has everything about it. He, you know, he's a guy that is New Orleans, you know? So for me, he's number three. There's no question about it. Unfortunately, he's not above Brady, but it is what it is. Like, I, I, I don't know how you can put Aaron Rodgers above him. Granted. Yes. Talent wise. I think Aaron Rodgers is more talented, but as far as his career goes, he's not there yet. I tend to agree. I tend to agree with the whole sentiment. Um, I wish he was coming back for one season to take the all-time, um, all-time touchdown, like leaders of all time. But he's not going to. But I was hoping he'd take it over. Him and Tom Brady walk away at the same time, and Tom Brady couldn't couldn't hold that title at least. But that's not going to be the case. But I mean, yeah, I kind of agree with what J.K. said. Three. Wait, who was two for you? Peyton. Peyton. Okay, in that era. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. I agree with that. I want to put Peyton ahead of Tom Brady so damn bad. I do but too, I, but it's unfortunate. We sound stupid. We'll sound stupid doing that. No, no. So as far as an actual quarterback goes, I definitely think Peyton is a better quarterback. It just but because of the stats, because of the championships, you have to put Brady as number one. Yeah, that's the big stat. As of earlier today or maybe day before, Bleacher Report has him – in their opinion, at number seven. All the time? Brady, Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, John, uh, John Elway, Frank uh, Tarkenton, and then Drew Brees. I'm not mad at that list. That's not a that's a damn good list of quarterbacks. No. It just, this is why one for me that, my opinion, I don't think he's three. I think he's that top, he's a goat, but he's underneath some of these other goats. Yeah, and it's just, it depends on like how you define these guys, right? Like, they're different eras. Like, how can you, like, how can you expect to put those same guys from way back when 
on the same level as these guys when obviously it was much harder to play back then. You know, like playing defense back then, you can rough up your wide receiver no matter what, whatever the hell they were trying to do, and you'd get away with it. Nowadays, like you even touch them with two fingers, it's like a pass interference or a holding call. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's safe to say we've had this argument plenty of times within whether it's NBA or NFL, and I think we've all tend to agree that you kind of remove that bias and we say overall as a athlete, as a influential um, player, um, you know, what your stats are and what your rings are, not having more weight towards one or the other, but in general, overall is what we kind of, you know, define these guys by. Yeah. So you saying that versus that, it doesn't really matter to me. I understand what you're saying, but again, just having all stats and you're breaking records, that's great. That's one facet of it, right? That's something we'd say a lot about LeBron James where, hey, you have a lot of this. Now I want to see a balance of that with some championships to see how do you as an overall athlete accomplish what you're trying to do. If you're out to just break the record books, good for you. You're number one in my book on breaking records, but that doesn't mean you're the best overall athlete from a team perspective. Yeah, but I mean, if that's the case, I'd have Peyton Manning as number one, no matter what. Like, uh, well, isn't, I mean, why would you have him number one overall over Tom Brady? Because I personally feel like as a quarterback, Peyton was the type of, in my opinion, Peyton Manning's like the actual best quarterback of all time. Like there's no one even touching him. He's the guy that he's a guy that literally was able to look at your, like he is a better offensive coordinator than most offensive coordinators in the league. I agree with you on that. That doesn't, that doesn't trump what Brady has done. That's way more than him. I I mean, I get it. Like he has Brady has the stats. He has like the championships, like Peyton will never catch Brady in, in those aspects. Right. But as far as being a pure quarterback, I I think Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen. He's able to look at your defense and be like, this is exactly what you guys are running right now. And there's so many quarterbacks that have been able to. I I get what you're saying, but if he is, and let's say he's basically offensive coordinator, why doesn't he have, if he, if he sees all that, why, why can't he have what Tom Brady had? It's not like they both didn't have great teams. Brady Brady had much better teams in the long, like overall earlier on the career, early on in Brady's career, we all know for a fact those Patriot defenses carried him. Later in his career is when their offense kind of caught up. And like their offense was leading their team. Sure. I'm not going to continue with this. The first three championships were easily on their defense. They had like a top three defense every single year. All right. Let me provide some enlightenment here. I agree actually with a lot of things that were just said. Um, I think the reason you guys are having this debate between Peyton and Drew Brees is because they're both process quarterbacks and they're two of the most recent examples of quarterbacks that had to play that game. Um, Well, I guess Peyton didn't have to play that game. That was his style. Don't forget Drew Brees arguably is like 5'10", 5'11". Like he's short. Uh, Even like Tom Brady, 6'4", Aaron Rodgers, 6'2". I don't know how tall Peyton is, but he's a tree as well. Like, the most impressive thing that I'll remember about Drew Brees is he excelled at this level of competition with his height, which is a huge disadvantage, but he like did it so well. He'll always be remembered, of course, after the injury in San Diego, coming to New Orleans after Katrina and just revitalizing that entire city. And in a moment where they needed someone, um, it was one of the most remarkable games against Atlanta where you could just feel it through your TV screen if you weren't there. It was the in New Orleans. The- it was in New Orleans. It was the first yeah. game after Katrina. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Against Atlanta, 
it was an unbelievable game. And like ever since then, right? He had a 20 year career, 15 years of it was in New Orleans. Um, he will always be beloved and known for that moment and for his career in New Orleans. I, I think it's a super huge accomplishment when you have offense alignment who are six five, six six, six seven, and you're standing at five ten behind them, seeing receivers down the field somehow. Um, he definitely his uh, he far outweighed his talent, I believe. Um, but let's not forget the last three seasons, their roster was ready to go all the way. Um, three years ago, they had both the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year in the same season. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Marcus Lattimore, last three years, they had home field advantage in the playoffs. In all three years, he played badly when they got knocked out. In fairness, the Rams year was a very bad blown call. It was a bad very call, bad. but you allowed the game to sure. be yes, close yes, enough to a situation yeah. to lose one the game. Play, that call. Yeah, it shouldn't have been at one play. Like they, it was like if I remember, it was a high-scoring game. They they could have made adjustments. They should have done something. It, was, it sucks, but it is what it is. You had home court advantage all three of the past seasons. You had great rosters all three of the past seasons, and Drew Brees played poorly in all three of those games at home. He won't be remembered for that. Like we just uh, recapped, he has all these amazing stats. He has the fact that he brought New Orleans back to life, um, but he really botched it at the end of his career. I will always remember Drew Brees for one thing, and that will be I don't think there's any player in the NFL, in the history of the NFL, that took such a shitty franchise throughout their entire existence and made them relevant for so long. I don't think you can name any player that went from calling the team the Aints to the Saints through their entire history, like like Drew Brees. Like, I don't, I can't think of somebody that, like, literally revitalized a franchise that was never good. Like LeBron that, James, Cleveland. <laughs> no, but Cleveland went to the went to the Eastern. Yeah, Conference I get what you're saying. Time. That was just a jab at J.K. Yeah, I don't think not even LeBron, not even LeBron, <laughs> did that. He, so, yeah, he will be missed, I guess. But um, you guys I have guess. a favorite Breeze moment? Is that is everyone's moment pretty similar to what I said when he like revitalized the city that first game back? I feel like that was a momentous occasion in his career. When he obviously he has a Super Bowl win. I'll never forget him and Dalte Culpepper or free agents at the same year. And he was about to go to Miami, but something happened. I don't remember what happened. He ended up with the Saints and Dante Culpepper ended up in Miami. How differently those two um, French, uh, franchises have worked out. Yeah, Miami um, definitely screwed that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I tend to agree with you, Rush. Obviously that's a greatest part of his career, but I, I'll, I'll go a different route. Something that's usually fun that you hear about some of these players from when they're younger, things like that. So I don't know if you guys knew that, you know, uh, prior to football, he was a big tennis fan, right? Like he played a lot of tennis. Um, he was at one point probably ranked top in his state uh, when he was younger because he was just bigger. And he's like, I used my size and my strength over everyone I played. So he used to play Andy Roddick when they were younger. So he's what, like four or five years older. So he, like Roddick was probably like 10. He was probably like 13 or 14. So he would always beat Roddick and, you know, Roddick would get pissed. And then towards the end, Roddick beat him. And Drew Brees basically was like pissed off and was like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to move on to other sports. So like, I think it was on the, uh, one of the shows Roddick was talking about, it was hilarious. He's like, you're welcome that uh, he decided to switch sports, go to the NFL. And uh, now you got him for what he is. Well, we got to thank Andy Roddick for all this. Then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I guess you got to thank Drew Brees for Andy Roddick, I guess, at that point. A little bit. I don't know if you guys remember this uh, last point on Drew Brees before we move on. Yeah, he yeah. used to do these uh, pregame uh, like huddles 
where yeah. he would like rile his boys up. Those are, like wild, yeah. I feel like he started that trend. Now you like see it quite often, and like you would see uh, JJ Watt doing it, and like all these other guys. But yeah, yeah. Drew Brees back. I would, I would say Ray Lewis is like the king of that. But yeah. then like. To be honest, uh, like I'm being dead serious about it because a lot of people have been kind of posting some of those recently. And I definitely think Drew Brees is like top five when it's like, let's rally the troops, the rally call in the beginning of the game. Like, yo, let's come out here. We're going to punch him in the mouth, this type of shit. Like, yeah. He's trying to rally the guys in the beginning of the game. He's top five. More than that, dude. Like, I think it's hilarious when you see a very cool, calm, collected person like himself, like whenever he talks interviews, when he's playing, to get that hyped up before a game. You're like, all right, he can go from one level to the other and still be calm, composed, and take out what he's got to do. Yeah, those were a lot of fun. Um, I, I feel like it became trendy, but I think I feel like he put it on the map, or maybe it was Ray Lewis. Um, but yeah, uh, good career, RIP. Now, let's go. <laughs> he's not dead he'll be back i bet you he takes a year off and we're gonna see him as a commentator on one of these channels oh yeah I'm oh. definitely not coming back to play that's yeah i thought yeah. he'd come back to play let's talk russell wilson and maybe a little bit deshaun jack uh watson so we, there hasn't been much news on deshaun watson right but they're the two big quarterback names that are rumored to be on the trade block the news uh, for watson is that they houston continues to think he will be the starting quarterback in a Texans uniform. That's yeah. the breaking news. And it is breaking news to me that they think that still. It's that hilarious. is pretty breaking. Russell Wilson, the drama kind of continues. And I'm getting more and more excited. I hope I hope it boils up and they have to move him. Um, the thing is, he mentioned that one of the teams he wanted to go to was Dallas. But Dallas, at the end of our last episode, we broke the news that they re-signed Dak. So obviously that's mm-hmm. off the board. The other teams he suggested were Chicago. Yep. Which is trying hard right now. And then Saints, right? The Saints need someone now, but yep. rumors are they may be going after Jameis Winston. Did you saw the extension that they gave Taysom? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It was what almost 35, what four years, 140? Four years, yeah. 140. So does everyone understand? I guess the strategic financial they saved seven and a half mil like per year, right? Right. And the yeah. Bucks but did the same avoidable. thing, right? They extended Tom avoidable. Brady. Yeah. And the reason it's not because they expect Tom Brady to play that many years is to move the money further down the line so that they free up cap space this year to be able to sign players. Yeah. What was the other piece of like each of those years avoidable or something like that, right? Exactly. There's some voidable years, but eventually you have to pay the money as a team oh, yeah. against the cap. You just gave um, yourself four years of flex and move it around. They also yeah. restructured Michael Thomas's contract as well did they there's a bunch of teams restructuring so like last year the big news was patrick mahomes all this money you're getting and now patrick mahomes is one of the players restructuring jk is breaking some news for washington fans go ahead jk ronald darby moving to the broncos on a three-year deal damn it that does suck he uh ronald darby was one of the players i was hoping we'd bring back he played well and he's gonna earn the money that he's getting right now damn all right that sucks huh i said that sucks but okay that does suck. Um, but that's one of the many signings, right? So we said Dak, four years, 160. Who else uh, got re-signed in these last couple Jack hours? I, I think the biggest signings overall was the Bucks players taking the hometown discounts. Yeah, Shaq like, and Bringing everybody back. The only person that wasn't willing to, they franchise tag, which was Chris Godwin. Yep. Um, but yeah, they got Barrett back. They got Levante David, which is the three biggest uh, free agents that they had coming. Um, I thought they... Up. They're setting, themselves, they're setting themselves up for another run. 
They're oh, like, yeah, that roster was stacked. Um, they, they hit the key guys that we mentioned that would be going to free agency that if they want to attempt to even come back, they need to check their in these couple guys. And yeah. I mean, they did it. I'm, yeah. I'm beyond shocked that they were able to do it too. Like. Yeah. And on long deals, it's not like just one year, like little yeah, discount. Four years. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's like a Shaq Barrett's young too. So that's a big re signing for them. Um, he is young. The biggest surprise signing, at least for me, I thought I was surprised when I saw Adam Jones. Um, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones yeah. Aaron, yeah, I did not expect that. Uh, am I the only one? No, I, I agree with you. I think that's a personally, I find it to be a dumb move on their end. Like, yeah, I agree. You personally, you, you drafted a running back in a second round last year when you already have a capable backup, right? Exactly. You have Jamal Williams is a decent backup running back. You had it okay, you have a star running back right now. We've seen it every running back that gets their second deal. They go downhill after that. And you drafted a guy that's essentially a waste of a draft. That's a waste of a second round pick for me. Complete waste. I agree. I, abso- I absolutely agree. I think Aaron Jones is a hell of a running back. And they should have never drafted Dylan in the second round last year in the first place. But now that you have him locked up, don't re-sign Aaron Jones, even though he's a great running back. Um, it's not crazy money. It's what, 12 years, oh, 12 million a year? Another, another breaking news. Rob Gronkowski coming back. One year, ten million. Yeah. So the Saints I mean, are just, or the, I'm sorry, the Bucks are just reloading right now to take another run at it. The Bucks are basically trying to do everything that the Patriots have been doing. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Um, and what other big surprise signings did you guys see come through the wire? Cam Newton coming back to the Patriots. Like, I'm not surprised Cam is going back. I'm surprised the Patriots wanted him back. Yeah, that that's the surprising part of it for me as well because it's like. It's not like that that relationship looked amazing last year. Like, yeah, there were certain games. Like, uh, okay, to be fair, before Cam went down with COVID, he was looking real nice. Mm-hmm. Then he got COVID, and then he looked like ass after that. Yeah. So maybe they're thinking that he'll come back pre-COVID style. I mean, it's also only one year, $5 million. It's not like you're not, like, screwed in money. Like, incentives go up to $14 million, But, like, if – if all those incentives hit, you're happy, right? To pay the 14 million at that point. That's like, you're in the playoffs and making a run. So like, I mean, but they're loading up, right? They, they got Jonu Smith yeah, and they, they got, got Matt, Matt, whatever. Huh? Yes. Yeah, so no, you're right. And they got Matt, however you say his name, Judon. They got Judon. They got Jalen Mills, okay. the Eagles DB. They're going crazy. I saw this insane stat line or not stat line, but just a uh, fact come through. Belichick has spent $146 million this off season Whereas in 10 years, he's only spent 400 total. So he's already <laughs> spent almost half of what he spent over a 10-year span, which tells me something. He's not sticking around that much longer because he's not looking that far in the future to realize how screwed up he eventually. Right? Secure, secure those wins now early on, and then he's out. I think, he, I think this is an indication. He's probably around for two more seasons, so he doesn't care about what the cap's going to look like in three, four years. He's spending the money now and trying to make one more push to see if he can get one more or- ring. Because or he's, also, they also, uh, yeah, they got Trent Brown and they're giving away what their fifth round pick to get the seventh round pick from the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. He, he's going all in right now. <laughs> they're spending big time. Uh, other news they're saying that Orlando Brown is most likely going to be traded over to the Jags for DJ Sh- uh, Clark and some draft picks as well. So looks like Lawrence is at least going to have like a good solid left tackle. 
these uh these the breaking news is just coming through the wire second by second. Did you guys see Nelson Aguilar? Am I late to the party on that one? No, I haven't it? seen that one yet. We'll Two years, on twenty six mil, New England Patriots. Really? Yeah, they're getting everybody right now. Nelson didn't look. Te- Nelson Aguilar didn't look terrible last year. He actually like, revived his career yeah. in uh, in Oakland, now Las Vegas. Um, yeah, I'm actually okay with that because he was actually at one point linked to the Washington Football Team. Yeah, not I don't him. want him. Yeah, I don't want him either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll compliment him somewhere else. I'm not going to compliment him here. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of the times when I see these signings, I'm happy because that player is gone. Like, I hope the Saints re-sign Jameis Winston because I do not want Jameis Winston. Some people might want him. I want someone to camp. sign Mitch Trubisky. I don't I, want yes. him on our oh team. Oh I, want, I want crazy. Mitch to get signed so badly. I'd rather see, what's his name? Um, The bearded dude. Why am I forgetting his name? Oh, on the Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. I'd rather see Fitzpatrick in a Washington uniform than Fitz. I can't with Fitz. Uh, anyway, I mean, sorry, not Fitz with Trubisky. Trubisky. Trubisky, yeah. Um, I just gonna, I think what happened with the Patriots is that um, Belichick watched the Super Bowl and burned his house down <laughs> just angrily. And he, the day tampering was allowed, he's like, he just literally got a checkbook and just started signing that shit out of his own pocket. <laughs> he had he had all these calls and text messages ready to auto send, yeah. and, and the checkbooks were flying. He, he's like he's like that he's like that girl that saw his ex like with someone better and you're like god damn it i got just gotta fuck some shit up <laughs> so am i wrong in thinking that the patriots were signed kendrick Bourne, the 49ers receiver earlier today as well yeah they signed him so they're just reloading on offense um, i haven't seen the news for nelson aguilar anywhere i just see the kendrick Bourne one yeah it's coming through here two-year deal um he's getting paid well Names to watch out for if you're a Washington fan. Uh, Galladay, or I guess any fan, right? Galladay, Kenny Galladay is arguably the number one wide receiver target in the market. Um, second would maybe be Corey Davis, um, the Tennessee wide receiver who didn't get re-signed. Neither of them have been reported to be in talks yet. If I'm Washington, I try to get one of those two. Kenny. I want Kenny. I want, Kenny. I, I want Kenny too. I think he's the only natural X receiver. I, I would put Corey Davis and Curtis Samuel and some of these other guys that did sign as a Y receiver, but we have Terry McLaurin who is a Y. I would also take Matt. I'd take Marvin Jones cheap if it was available to me. Also, yeah, uh, the, one. the one signing we didn't mention was the Raiders getting Yannick Nagak. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is a big signing, right? So yeah. he played with the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, it, he, he was he a good he guy with the Jags, and then he's kind of moved all over the place last year. Right. Well, the Baltimore traded for him, right? They gave up some some picks and stuff to get him on that team because the Ravens thought they were going to make a run in the playoffs, and they their run got cut off early. So, yeah, it's a two-year deal, $26 million. It's a good signing. It's not that much. $13 mil for a pass rusher. Yeah. I don't think that's too bad. Um Trent Williams, former Washington tackle, is out there reported as a big free agent target. He's not young, but he's still one of the best linemen out there. Um, he had an amazing, like he had a great year for his age. Some year. of his highlights were scary. Um, yeah. He can like, he literally decapitates defenders. All right, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go rapid fire. Tell me where you think this player is going. It's just from the top 100 from CBS. Where's Trent Williams gonna be? Like, are you going through 100? No, I'm just <laughs> taking it from the top 100. Yeah, we're doing 100. Get ready. Cancel all your plans for the week. I have a strong feeling he's going to end up signing with the Seahawks. The Seahawks? What about – what do you think, Rush? I feel like 
I feel like he's going to go out there try to get the best offer he can. Then he's going to come back to San Francisco, show them the offer, and they'll match it. I think he wants to stay in San Fran. I agree with that. I think he ends I feel up, like he's gonna end up staying there. I think so too. But they have to pay him because Trent's about money right now. Um, yeah, he's just shopping out the offer. Right? He's like, let me get something better on the table and then go back. Yeah, he's about that cash, which rightfully so. He's a hell of an offensive tackle, um, and he's at the last few years of his prime. Um, damn, Washington lost out on Darby. That sucks. Um, I haven't heard Dallas at all about pursuing free agents or in the buzz. Maybe they don't have any money That's after the huge. They Dak. spent all their money on Dak. Right. They might not have any money I mean, left. You really, you realistically think about it. Like all their money used to be tied up into their offensive line. Now all those guys are old. Now they got their money tied up in Dak, Cooper, and uh, Zeke. Zeke. Ezekiel. The biggest thing we, talk, we touched on that, right, Rosh, was the, I think, from a defensive perspective where JK and I went at it, where I said, you know, I think in the draft, we need to draft uh, another cornerback. Um, hopefully we can get that with the pick that we have. But uh, it is defenses where they need to beef up a lot, a lot. I could, no. I, would... I can confirm Ryan Kerrigan is not returning to Washington. I think that's news that, for the most part, people already assumed. Yeah, uh, they're saying that, the Colts are heavy favorites to get him. Take him. I'll, well, I'll send him a gift basket when they sign him. I'm happy. I do not want him. Um, okay, any other big signings? Now, that's the fun part of free agency. It's going to take all week, um, and news is just going to keep breaking. Kenny Galladay, I'm excited to see where he lands. I really hope he comes to Washington somehow, um, but I really don't know if they're, if they're going to pull the trigger. I, went- I, to, to be completely blunt with you, I feel like the wide receiver that we end up getting is either going to be Juju or Corey Davis. And I think the reason why they go for Juju is just because they're just splashy type. There's such a, like, we're going to sign the splashy type wide receiver. Right. And that's Juju. Two years ago, I would 100% agreed with you, but it's different now. We have different different. management. I don't want Juju. I don't want Juju. I don't mind Juju if it's for the right price. I don't want Curtis Samuel. I don't think he's an X. We need an X, right? We need someone like an Amari Cooper that Dallas has. We need someone like, um, yeah, actually, that's the only good example, Julio. Um, but we need an X. We have Curtis Samuel's a Y. I feel like Corey Davis is a Y. Kenny Galladay, in my eyes, is an X. Um, but yeah, free agency's popping off. Um, there's only there was only a few franchise tags, right? From last week? Yeah, I, I pretty much wrote down from the top 100, everyone that was a franchise tag. That that was it. There was right. Nothing. And obviously, Brandon Sheriff was the local one that was franchise tagged here in Washington. $18 million for a guard. Um, Steve Price. They'll, re, re, they'll give him a long-term by July. They have until July to give him a long-term deal. I don't I think they think will. They will but... <laughs>